everybody, what's up? This is MR and welcome to Mabuhay Maxima and we are on episode 5, my god. So, thank you for listening in and we are going to talk about the frustrations of being a flight attendant. So, for everyone who's listening in right now, thank you so much for choosing this podcast. I really do hope you woke up on the good side of the bed today and I hope that you'll receive that news that you have been waiting for for so long. And if it's already night time, I hope you have a good night's sleep. I hope you have a good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the back bugs bite that kind of thing. And I hope that you will be able to rest well, dream good, and wake up all good and refreshed the next morning. So why am I making this episode, if you may ask? First things first, I'm a flight attendant. I've been flying domestic and international in the Philippines for the past almost six years and I would say yeah I've had my fair share of unique experiences while I was flying also consider this a special request episode from one of my colleagues hi Mel (laughs) we are going to talk about the frustrations of being a flight attendant so I guess this episode is for our future and past passengers our future and current flight attendants this can be something that you can relate to or something that well hopefully you can get a little insight on so being a flight attendant is well a traveler's dream you get to travel the world for free you get to experience different kinds of cultures and you get to do all all of these fun activities get to see all of these amazing places and everything is for free because your lodging is accounted for you have your pocket money and all that being a flight attendant that's the number one perk but that's that's not the job the job is this it is our job to get you the passenger from point a to point b as safely and as comfortably as possible so the training for being a flight attendant is very hard and very intensive and what most people see is the part wherein we serve food and drinks but what makes being a flight attendant so hard is that when it comes to an emergency we are the only ones there who will save you As the world would see us as glorified waitresses, we are not. We are safety professionals. And one of my major frustrations as a flight attendant is that since we are professionals, sometimes, well, we are treated otherwise. First things first. (laughs) I would say my biggest frustration would be when I greet passengers. We are taught in training that we should greet everything that moves, everyone who passes us by. Good morning, sir. Good afternoon, sir. How are you, sir? How do you do, ma'am? Welcome on board, ma'am. Something like that. So, during boarding, when you get on the plane and we are all there, nice and sweet and dandy, and we greet you, hello, welcome on board, welcome to Earth Airlines. (laughs) And... Me, my personal goal is I try to greet everyone. No matter if you only have 50 or 250 passengers, I try to greet everyone that I pass by or who passes me by during boarding. 
And what I get is a smile, a nod, a raise of an eyebrow, you know, the two eyebrow acknowledgement thing, wink, wink, something like that. <laughs> it's hard to do it in a podcast, you can't see it. Anyway, or maybe a good morning as well, or hello, something like that. They're just really nice. It really warms my heart. But and people make the effort to reply to my simple greeting of welcoming them on board. But sometimes I get nothing. It's like I said, hi, good morning. And you as a passenger just passed me by like nothing happened. But I do understand. Preparing for travel is really, really stressful. You have to think about the luggage, your company, the the travel to the airport, your check-in, your baggage, what you're going to eat, what you're going to do. It's very stressful. I do understand, especially when it's early morning. Like, I get some passengers who are in such a daze when they walk past by me. And I'm like, it's okay. You're going to be in the seat soon and you can sleep. It's okay. I don't mind that. I get that. Traveling can be really stressful. And I also get people who are on the phone because, duh, you're talking to someone. It's okay. What I find a bit err on my nerves is when you and I, we already made eye contact. Me, flight attendant, in my uniform, sitting there. Oh, sitting, rather, not sitting. Standing there by the aisle, and I'm already all smiles, and we already made eye contact, so you know I'm going to greet you. And I'm like, hi, welcome on board. And you would roll your eyes and just continue on. I've had a couple of that, and I'm like... Why? I just greeted you. Good morning. Why are you doing this to me? It's it's a bit of a pain in my part because, one, I believe I did everything right. I made eye contact. I smiled. I greeted you. And you would roll your eyes like I am something lesser than you. And it really hurts my feelings in a way because, well, in Filipino, it's... The saying, tao lang kami, or tao din kami. But in English, it's more of, acknowledge us too. Like, if you have listened to my second episode, which is We The Name Tag, it talks all about acknowledgement. And it also circles around this. I don't need you to equal my enthusiasm. I just need... Not really need, but it will be really, really, really nice for you to acknowledge me as a person. Now, being in the customer service industry for quite some time now made me realize how much courage, dignity, and pride it takes for you to actually say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening to a person that you don't really know. So whenever I'm in the mall, since I already know how it feels... Whenever I'm in the mall or in any establishment whatsoever and the person, the staff opening the door for me or the staff who I would pass by would greet me, I always try to make that effort to acknowledge it by saying another greeting back or in the very least smile at the person and acknowledge that, hey, I heard you and I'm thankful for that greeting that you made. And like I said, it really feels good when you're acknowledged for something that you did. And it encourages you to do it more. I know it's the job. I know it's part of the job. But you know, when you are recognized for something that you do, you get more motivated to do it better. Don't you think? My second frustration 
are earphones. So, um, the plane is nice, it has its own entertainment system, and you're all excited to watch that movie that you've been wanting to watch because it's right there and it's free and they have free earphones. Go ahead. What irks me about earphones? So I understand you're watching a movie and I am pulling out my trolley with the food in it and I'm trying to call your attention and I'm like, hey, good afternoon. So we are serving dinner. Would you like some this or this? And we also have drinks on board. Maybe you would like to look at our selection, something like that, whatever. And you're like, you're looking at me and then you realize, oh my God, I still have my headphones on. So you make all of that effort to remove it and you're like, Sorry, what was it again? For me, that's okay. Because I realized, you know, I came out of the blue and you looked at me and you realized, oh my God, I have earphones. I can't hear what you're saying. And by the time that you already remove it, it's I'm already halfway through my speech and you're too shy to say it, but you have to say it anyway. I'm sorry I didn't hear you. What did you say? It's okay. I understand. Movies are fun and even I got really into the movie especially when and it's that tearjerker scene so for me that's okay what irks me about earphones is that i'm already there since i've been already flying for quite some time i already know that most people will not notice that their earphones are on so i would make that signal that you still have earphones and they'll make the signal it's okay so i'm like okay suits you and then I'll make that whole speech about what we're serving that day, what the choice do they have for the food, and what drinks do they have. At the end of it, the person would still be looking at me, remove the earphones, and be like, What? Um, it's really quite rude. Like, I gave the speech, I already told you you have earphones off so that you can listen to me, and you already said that it's okay. And then after all of the stuff that I said, that's when you'll remove, make a show. That's when you'll make a show and remove your earphones and then tell me what? It's really, really, really rude. Like, I think I'm having karma whenever that happens. Because when I was in college, I was on my bed listening to some jams through my earphones and I was reading something and my mom comes in. And I don't know, I was a stupid kid. So she was saying something and I'm like, I removed the earphones and said, sorry, what was it? And she, she repeated it. And when I realized that it's something that does not concern me, I made the show of putting it back on and it really pissed my mother off. And I would understand it was very rude of me. And, and years later, I think I'm having karma because of that moment. Because I remember that every time someone would make a show of removing their earphones after all of the things that I said and be like, what? Yeah, so I think it's karma. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, that's another frustration for me. People who make a show of removing their earphones after the long speech that you gave, after you gave them ample time to realize that you're talking and they can't hear you. It's like you're outright being rude. Like It's like your way of saying, I don't care what you're saying, but fine. What? It really doesn't feel good. Another frustration would be 
when passengers have the audacity to flirt with the flight attendant. So, there are parts of the plane wherein we call galleys. It's the place where we prepare your food, we, we prepare your drinks, and that's where we more likely than not stay during the lull periods of the flight. And it's a bit of a frustration wherein specific kinds of passengers would come there, stand there, look at you, smile, ask for a glass of wine or any other hard or any other liquor, hard or beer or or a cocktail, drink it there while looking at you while he drinks it. It's creepy. Very, very creepy and very, very awkward and it makes us really, really uncomfortable. Please, this is an airplane, not a bar. We are flight attendants. We are not your bartenders. We are not your guest service relations officers. We are not there for you to just ogle on while you drink your drink. There are some cases they will go to the galley, ask for a drink, and then make small talk with you. Like, hey, where are you from? And you, being polite as a flight attendant, you would say, um, I'm from Minnesota, sir. Oh, really? That is so great. What's your favorite color? Um, green, sir. Wow, it's a very nice color. You know, I have a greenhouse in Minnesota. Dude! A flight attendant is a professional. And professionals have their own office. And our office is in the plane. You, as a decent person, do you flirt with a professional in her office? No. You do that in a bar. You do that in a Friday night. Not in a plane. The plane is our office. Please respect it. You Technically, you are the visiting customer. Please treat us and the office, the plane, as how you would treat your doctor in her office, your lawyer in his office, your accountant in his office, your interior designer in your office. Please treat us and the plane as how you would treat any professional in their office. With dignity, respect, and courteousness. For the next thing that frustrates me as a flight attendant, and I believe this frustrates almost every single flight attendant that I know, carry-on baggage. Now, um, I understand that there are times you don't want to put your stuff in the check-in compartment because you don't know what will happen there. You want to carry your bag with you. Although, since you really want to carry your bag with you, it tends to be heavy. Contrary to popular belief, it is not our job to lift your bag from the ground to the overhead stowage bin, regardless of how light or how heavy it is. We are only there to assist you in lifting it up. Basically, just guide you on how and where to put it. The job is yours. See some flight attendants and you wonder, then why is he doing it? And why is she doing it? It's because of the kindness of our hearts. <laughs> Probably because the passenger is an old lady and she really, really cannot do it by herself. Or maybe it's just, you know what, I'm already here, but 
job description wise, it is not our job to lift that bag. Hashtag don't lift that bag. Thank you, Fly High Manila. Because think about it this way. If it is the flight attendant's job to lift the bag, how many passengers are in the flight? Say you have 200 passengers. Have you seen what we look like? We're, we're supposed to be thin. We're supposed to be lightweight. And you expect us to carry 200 pieces of carry-on luggage. And if that is also the case, and imagine that it's just in one day. And we fly almost every single day. So for example, in one week, I get to fly every day. And every flight has 200 passengers. If it is my job to lift up the bag, I would carry 200 times 7, 1,400 bags. I'd probably look as tough as Ronda Rousey by now. <laughs> I've been doing it for six years, bro. So imagine how many bags I would have carried if it was my job. Now, I understand the bags are heavy. That's why we are there to assist you, to help you. So that you get one end and I will get the other end and we lift it up together. Hooray, we did a good job. Carry on luggage. It's always that frustration because how many flight attendants got into an argument, got into a case because of... Trying to educate the passenger that no, it is not their job to lift the carry-on bag. A popular case in the Philippines would be the flight attendant who got slapped because of not carrying the person's bag. Another case would be, from what I heard, it's a doctor. I don't know his or her name who has been screaming at the flight attendant, No, it is your job to carry the bag. More than anyone in the world, I believe the person doing the job knows the job more, right? <laughs> so yeah, carry-on baggage. So, being a flight attendant has its perks and has its struggles. And I also understand that being a passenger also has its perks and its struggles. I really, really do understand that Travel has become more of a stressor than a relaxant in this day and age. So it is also my job to make you comfortable and to understand that you are going through a stressful time. But I really do hope you would also realize that you do not have to be rude. I give people the benefit of the doubt, especially my passengers, because I'll be sticking with them for at least 4 hours, 4 to 16 hours, de depending on the flight. You do not have to be rude to us, because we're also people. We are professionals here. We are here to make your flight comfortable and most importantly, safe, in case something happens, which we all pray that nothing happens at all it'll be a very very boring flight now i understand as a customer it is your right to call out to call out the faults of the flight attendant you have every right to complain you have every right to call out faults but like everything in life there's a proper way to do it you do not have to make a scene you do not have to put the flight attendant in place and make him or her feel embarrassed in front of the other passengers you do not have to boast how you're right and that person is wrong handling with complaints and all the wrong things in life is 
technically the same. You just have to be nice and respectful because we have to keep in mind that you are addressing the fault of the person, not the person itself. I always say that a failure does not define the person. So, do not address a failure as if it is the person itself. I would like to apologize as this episode has turned out to be long and ranty. And for my fellow flight attendants, I hope this would be something to laugh about. Something to be like, you know what? You have a point there. And to my passengers, future or past, I hope that this will give some insight. And at the same time, if yourself has frustration as a passenger to the flight attendants, please do not be shy to let me know and we can discuss it in probably another episode. I would love to hear what you think about this. And more importantly, the main core of why I created this episode, may it be as long as ranty as it may sound, is that I would like to make the gap between flight attendant and passenger smaller. I want people to realize that we are all interconnected, we are all the same regardless of profession, position, social status, and whatever you may be in life. I made this episode to promote kindness and respect among each other. And I would love to hear what you think about it. Was I able to get my thoughts across properly or did I just blabber and complain the whole time? I'm scared that it might be the latter, but I would love to hear what you think. And please do not be afraid to send me a message. I would love to hear your words and your and your comments and your suggestions and your personal frustrations. Maybe may it be as a flight attendant or as a passenger, especially as a passenger. Please do hit me up at mrmaximoph at gmail.com or on or or you may also leave a message at anchor.fm slash mabuhay maxima slash messages. Or you may use the hashtag Mabuhay Maxima on your social media networks. I would love to hear what you guys think. So this turned out to be sort of an experimental episode. <laughs> At the end of this chaotic episode, I would like to thank you so much. Thank you for still listening. Again, if you are still here by the end of and I hope that I would still hear from you and that you will still listen to me in the next episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening in. Thank you so much. I would appreciate all comments and suggestions on this episode. This is Mabuhay Maxima. And I really, really do hope to see you all and to talk to you all on the following episodes. Again, this is MR, flight attendant, trying to be as compassionate, as empathetic as I can be. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.